You know, the outgrowth of COVID-19 and everybody working from home, everything else is still going on. We're still learning a lot. But child care has really been an important component and still is right now. There are a lot of children that aren't allowed back in school. They're being kept home. That's keeping their, their moms and dads away from the workforce. That's important. But it's also depriving the children of something really important like being around other children and early childhood education. For 120 years, the not-for-profit child care group here has provided uh, free child care and training to families and professionals. And now you know that's been disrupted. Tori Bannis is, uh, is a former trustee. She was the board chair. But for the last decade, she's been the president and CEO of Child Care Group and joins us again. It's good to have you back with us. Thanks for having me, David. Everything's changed since the last time we spoke. <laughs> it sure uh, has. <laughs> so I don't know where to begin. Like I say, on the business side, we worry about the workforce. We want the children back in daycare or school or whatever so that moms and dads can, can get back to work. But like I say, this has really deprived the children of an awful lot. And, and really, it's the whole premise of Child Care Group, isn't it? The early education. It- It is. We know that those earliest years make such a difference. Babies are born ready to learn. And so we want to maximize the quality of their first years of life when they're making a million neural connections every second. And so that's the time really to set that strong foundation for learning in life. And when we miss out on providing children those opportunities, then we're playing catch up after that. Well, then the whole world is playing catch-up. There's going to be, there's a generation, maybe not a generation long, but but a whole generation that's been deprived of this. There is, and, and it is a concern, and yet I do remain hopeful and optimistic about where we're going, because I think if there's one thing that the pandemic has pointed out to us, it is that childcare is the workforce behind the workforce, and it is absolutely essential that there are quality, accessible, affordable options for parents so that they can go to work. And really, the recovery of our whole workforce and economic system depends on having child care centers open and operating. You know, you, you I'm sure you know better than I how this stands, but I saw a story the other day that they were about to or maybe have approved a vaccine for five-year-olds, for, for young children. Children five and up can get it, but Um, I'm not aware that anything has been approved for children under five, but that's why it makes our work so much more important that we protect those children um, by keeping the the health and safety standards in place in all of our programs. And that's really your initiative is before they are, quote, school age, right? Yes, yes. We're serving children birth to age five, and then we're working with many other child care providers in the community who serve children from birth to 12. Well, so where are you right now in this process? Where are the kids? Well, the children in our own centers, we manage early Head Start and Head Start centers, and many of the children are there, although understandably, understandably there is a drop in enrollment as parents um, have fears about you know, letting their own children out of their home, especially when they're not eligible for the vaccine. 
Um, but across the community, we know that people need to work and we and children do need to be in a safe quality environment. The other issue that we're facing now, David, though, is a severe staffing crisis uh, because child care providers simply cannot compete with the wages provided in other industries. So that's another issue that we're trying to tackle. Well, and that would be doubly difficult because it's not, it, the, the thrust, remind me, is not just the children. It's you're also teaching the people who take care of them, the educators, but also the parents, too. Absolutely, yes. And and is that is that working? Is that deprived also? Well, Child Care Group uses a two-generation approach where we're educating young children, but we're also providing educational support and parenting programming for their parents. What we what we try really hard to do is listen to the voice of our parents. What do they need? What do they want? And how do we respond accordingly to deliver to them the services and the programs that they need right now? One example is more behavioral and mental health services for the entire family. You know, we've all just experienced some measure of trauma during the pandemic. So we've responded with additional um, trauma-informed care providers and our our teachers be, are being trained in that so they can identify when a child is, is in trauma or experiencing an issue and the same for the parents. So tell me about funding right now. You, you rely on what, m- multiple funders, uh, the government to a great degree, right? The Head Start program? Yes, Head Start is a federal program, so we have been very fortunate to have had consistent funding from the Office of Head Start uh, for our programs. We still do have to raise private dollars, but the subsidy program, the child care subsidy program that we also manage, is uh, funding that flows in Texas through the Texas Workforce Commission, and they have done an enormous uh, number of things to try to help support and sustain the childcare industry during the pandemic. And we hope that they will do more, not only to reduce the amount that parents have to pay, we'd like to see parents have to pay no more than 7% of their gross income on childcare. And we'd also like to see some um, relief on the wage side so that we can provide the child care workers with a living wage and a career path so that they can build credentials and degrees. Yeah, I, I, there was an article recently about DISD uh, sort of em, embracing this whole initiative for and, and about the importance of childhood uh, education, you know, starting at birth. Um, how, how are they accomplishing that? How are they accomplishing well, it? Well, yeah, are they? Are, are they accomplishing oh. that? They're just, I'm uh, sorry, I didn't hear your question. Um, they are just starting this, and it's the Start Strong Dallas initiative, and we are so excited about this, and it builds opportunities. We've had partnerships with Dallas ISDs and six other ISDs around North Texas for a number of years, but this is a real statement that Dallas ISD appreciates and understands the importance of the first three years, and we look forward to building greater alignment between all the child care providers in our community and, yeah. and child care group who've been doing this work for decades to try to create a vertical alignment from so that children get a strong foundation for learning from birth, and then they can move into the school system. So we're excited to be working with Dallas ISD as they move forward with this initiative. And I think it has tremendous benefits to involve so many different sectors of the community from childcare to healthcare to um, 
housing systems, et cetera. The whole idea is let's support and stabilize our families so that our families can thrive and our communities can succeed. So tell me where you are right now, vis-a-vis, uh, -vis, say, 2019, you know, pre, pre-COVID. How many, how many kids are you seeing versus how many you used to see? We have funded enrollment for just over 1,200 children to be in our child, early childhood programs. Um, in our own programs, our enrollment is down. It, it's more than half, but it's, um, it, it comes, you know, it, it ebbs and flows a little bit. Um, again, I think the pandemic has really created a lot of fear in the community, and particularly for our youngest children who aren't eligible for the vaccine. So parents are under, understandably um, nervous and reluctant to put their children in care unless they simply have to, to go to work. Yeah, yeah. And of course, many parents do. That's right. Well, I, again, I, the, you know, the ripple effects of this are just, it just they just never stop. But uh, yes. yeah, you do great work and, and we hope uh, you're back packed to the gills pretty soon. The, Thanks. Uh, well, yeah, go ahead. we know. We know children thrive on predictability and reliability. So these COVID shutdowns have been especially hard on them. And of course they're working parents. So we are doing everything we can to create safe and healthy environments. So young children can be safe in care. And so parents can go to back, go back to work. And that's really essential for the full recovery of our economy. Indeed. We're talking about the child care group. The CEO is Tori Mattis. It's always good to visit. Thank you very much for the time. Thank you, David. Thanks for more of our conversation with Ms. Manis. Go to KRLD.com slash CEO. I'm David Johnson, News Radio 1080 KRLD.